Don't leave your thoughts incarcerated within your mind. Let them out. Let them roam free. Expand the knowledge and the wisdom of others by transforming your thoughts into words. Let your thoughts find their own path through the maze. The maze of thoughts. Welcome everybody to the Maze of Thoughts once again. I don't even know what the episode is. My failure. But it is a number. It's around like 8 or wait. I think it's 11 or 12. <laughs> something like that. Anyways, welcome back everybody. It's been, what, two weeks since we haven't done this? Since the Purge thing? Yeah, two weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so, well, basically, I, I guess I can explain to a certain extent what happened. Uh, in my case, I kind of, uh, my laptop started acting a little bit up on me, and I just, you know, I decided, hey, it's time for a change to get something else, so I decided to preserve my laptop for recording and get a PC, so yeah, now I'm going to be producing things better and whatnot, so that's cool, but that's Pretty much, I think, the main reason why there hasn't been any podcast. And I also miss Namor has been kind of slacking. Huh? Hey. Hey. I've been here, though. Right. I've been holding down the fort for y'all. Yeah, but where's the podcast, though? I don't think they'd want to hear me talk for two hours about my drama and gossip. I'd be surprised. <laughs> but anyways... So, how how are we doing this weekend? Weekend of uh, November 17th. Oh, I'm all Halloween out. You know, Halloween just took it out of me, and I'm ready to just kick back and relax with some Thanksgiving dinner. Hmm. Okay. Oh. Oh, my goodness, Dice. That goes right into one of my topics for today. <laughs> Oh, 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 so do you guys want to get started on my topic? Because that's a perfect segue. Sure, let's hear it. What do you have for us? All right, guys. So in mostly in America, I noticed that in recent years, maybe the last decade or so, people skip straight from October and Halloween into their Christmas celebrations. So as soon as November 1st hits, there's Christmas music playing on every radio station. And then there are department stores and malls and any place where you can buy merchandise is setting up their Christmas decorations and doing advertisement for toys and purchases and gifts. But we tend to skip right over Thanksgiving for some reason. And it's really, really frustrating in my opinion. So I want to know your opinion on why people skip straight from Halloween to Christmas. <laughs> and then I'll tell I'll you my thoughts. I'll go first because it's really simple. I've never had Thanksgiving here and I don't agree with what it is. So boom, done. Move on. Okay. <laughs> um, for me, yeah, I don't really agree with Thanksgiving. I, I really don't like the idea of celebrating the colonization of a, you know, an already developed society here. And like, 
I think, yeah, same with a lot of people in California. A lot of them are becoming more woke and they're seeing how it's kind of like a celebration of something that really shouldn't be or like a romanticization of something that really shouldn't be kind of looked upon so lightly. Uh, I I don't really like celebrate Thanksgiving as in like, oh, like Native Americans and pilgrims coming together. I I just kind of celebrate it more for just being with my family. But I know a lot of people here don't really agree with it. Yeah. And it's funny that you mentioned that uh, my family doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving either for the same reasons, um, because we have Native American heritage um, on both sides of my family. <clears throat> so, you know, we take it pretty personally when people try to uh, make it out that pilgrims were these holier than thou saviors that kind of swung in and decided to yeah. help Native Americans when that's not the case. You can watch uh, the Adams family family values for a very good depiction <laughs> on the reality of that situation, but in a fun way. Um, and it's really I funny. We relate pilgrims with bad things because uh, yeah. mainly dark souls. Okay. <laughs> See, I want to play dark souls just for that reference. I just pilgrims just really weren't good people there. But yeah. um, no, I completely understand that my family celebrates family and food day on Thanksgiving. But mm. we're just happy that we get off for that time as like a mm -hmm. national holiday. But aside from that, no, mm -mm, we don't celebrate Thanksgiving. We just don't. It's not necessary. Yeah, we don't okay. call it Thanksgiving either. We call it just like, oh, are you guys going to come over for the break? Free yeah. food. Free food. Yeah, that's pretty much what we call it. Oh, yeah. People okay. do Friendsgiving too. But go ahead. Mm -hmm. for, uh, for a different perspective on my end... Uh, I had a relationship with a Native American once, and, okay, I mean, it's just, it doesn't make any sense to me that, like, you would celebrate something according to how, basically, America was founded and, and, and all of that, because it it's not a good thing at all. It's like, basically, the Brits and the French or whatever, they just walked in, well, mostly the Brits, but they just walked in there and boom, hey, we want your, la we want your lands, give them to us. And here's, a, you know, a stick that we just found uh, somewhere. Boom. There you go. But it's just the use of ignorance to sort of, uh, you know, do this malicious thing, which basically just kind of destroyed to a certain extent the Native American, which were the people that the most of everyone deserved those lands. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, and another thing that was really devastating to various Native American tribes were the diseases that were brought over. And these people, you know, they had blankets and they tried to offer gifts as a way of establishing some form of peace between the groups. But these blankets were contaminated with various diseases from Europe that these people had never been exposed to. So they took these blankets thinking it was in good faith and they ended up getting so sick that it eradicated whole tribes. And like, they're kind of like, Oh, well, sucks to be you. Let's move in. Look at all this cool stuff mm -hmm. they have. I'm like, what kind of shit? Yeah. I wouldn't understand how someone who kind of lives a very natural life, a life where you don't really get anything you know, in, in terms of like technology and it's just like hunting. It's just like the, the you know, the, the beginnings of time when we hunt and we sort of like, you know, we, 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 we do all the, the sexual activity, we eat, we hunt and sleep and that's pretty much it and repeat. 
And to to have these things like technology and engineering and things like that presented, it's like, whoa. It's kind of like when you're watching uh, sort of a video game trailer and you're like, wow, this game looks new. It's wow, it's fresh. Uh, and it's like you see that, you watch that, and you're like, okay, I'm kind of excited to experiment this, to try this. And then you kind of try it out. It stagnates because it's not really much more than that. And you've already seen everything. And it, it, it gets to the point where, what now? You know, what now? I, pay, I paid money for this. I played the game. I'm okay. I've, I've tried it out. I see what it is. I've seen what it offers. <laughs> what now? But I mean, it, it, is, it is a business. But it was just an analogy trying to sort of like explain a little bit of, uh, you know, why, why it's kind of uh, uh, appealing. Uh, to see new things. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, whenever you're presented with something that you've never experienced before, it's always going to be exciting and fresh and new for most people. Some people are afraid of it. Like they're naturally cautious, but for the most part, you see something cool and you're like, wow, I want to try that. That looks amazing. And it is really enticing in the beginning because it's something that's new. But the more you get used to it, it starts to stagnate and then you're not as interested. And then you got to find something else to kind of stimulate you. So, no, I completely understand that. Yeah. And it's kind of like the thing for, you know, the Native American, like they come in, the Brits come in with all the, the new things and that they've never seen and civilization for that matter and buildings and, and boats and ships and all that stuff. So it's very... Very not only surprising, not only exciting, but also overwhelming. Oh, yeah, definitely. And like they also brought vices too, like alcohol. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Which... I wasn't even, I was <laughs> thinking about that, but yeah, sure. And it's terrible because even today in uh, the different reservations, it's weird because it said that, um, I remember reading somewhere. I don't have any evidence to back it up currently, but I remember reading that uh, Native Americans are like have a, kind of like an aptitude for addiction, and I think it stems from their ancestors being introduced to these stimuli that they didn't have before. So, like alcoholism and gambling runs rampant in the Native American community, and like it's a stereotype. But in some cases it, is, cases, it is true. So it's it's really weird. It's kind of like, darn you pilgrims bringing this crap in here. How dare you? I mean, <laughs> and plus gambling and alcohol, that's that's the perfect mixture. That is the downfall of every society. <laughs> I mean, it just, it just comes together. It's kind of like smoking and drinking. Like, if, if I have smokes and i have booze i just i can't have one without the other it's it's impossible for me and sometimes like uh, during my alcoholic days i remember going to the bar and ordering a drink and while i was drinking i was smoking like three four five cigarettes i was kind of crazy and you know being drunk also kind of doesn't really help but sometimes i would like buy three packs of cigarettes one single night three four who knows it's fucking crazy how much does that cost you uh because over hmm. here it's like eight or nine dollars a box at the time it was like four euros so like four bucks okay uh, like that's not... 12 bucks 15 bucks something like that 
Yeah, over here they charge you up the wazoo because they're trying to break addiction and stuff, I guess. Which is yeah, but see, the, the, there's a huge difference <laughs> between your wage and our wage. And Miss Nomer, I've talked with her about this, and she, I think she she agrees because I do. When, yeah, when you're making like, for example, uh, a minimum wage. What, what's your minimum wage? Let's just start with that. Uh, here. Uh, Oh, <laughs> I think ours is like thirteen dollars, twelve or thirteen dollars. Dang! Oh my God! In the East Coast, an hour? in, in yeah. Pennsylvania, it's it. What's that for a month? Seven fifty. What? Seven fifty. Well, I, I live in California. Everything's really expensive over here. Exactly. So they're trying to compensate oh my. for that. Uh, listen, God. I don't want to do math right now. So, like, what's that per month? Uh, I need to get calculator out. Let's just say that let's just say that that's like that's basically below the poverty line. Like to live yeah. off of that, you would be you would be able to apply for public assistance because that's not a livable wage. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so I, I I can say that our minimum wage here is five hundred euros. So that's like five hundred bucks a month. You guys yes. would be eligible for um, public assistance, also. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah say. sure right <laughs> of course uh yeah and then the housing costs around like 350 bucks so Wait, if what? you're making yes Wait, a month uh, oh my gosh yes a month is this utilities so included uh yeah sometimes Holy- sometimes i'm not moving really. to portugal over i'm, I'm, I'm over. moving to portugal <laughs> yeah but if you're making 500 a month and oh, you're yeah. paying three hundred fifty. You have like two hundred. I work left overseas for living. <laughs> so yeah, Jeez, I'm talking three hundred fifty is three three hundred fifty is a fine. It's not everywhere. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's literally a fine because if you go to Lisbon, for example, uh, it's way over that. And depending on the regions and the areas, it's. Uh, Areas that has more poverty, of course, it's cheaper. But yeah, it's it's not it's not good. It's not good at all. And and the fuel prices, whew, don't even get me started. I think we have probably like the the most expensive gas prices in Europe right now. Like it's it's crazy because we provide Spain with fuel from here, and their fuel is cheaper than our fuel. So we are providing fuel to them, and their fuel is cheaper than ours. How does that make any sense? I don't know. That's capitalism, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, but like, what? Who, who, who the fuck is running these things? Who the, who the fuck is in charge of these things? Like, what? I mean, clearly they're fucking smart because they're making a shit ton of money, but come on, dude. Like where where's the where's the think about the next person? Where's the the compassion for others? Like is money all that matters nowadays? That, oh, that's all people care about. You're asking like, some suits you know. to sympathize with the common person. That will never happen. I I know that I know that. And it, realistically, we're all in fucking doom. But like, yeah. it, it's just so stupid, man. I'm going to get older and then I'm going to have to buy a house, but I won't be able to pay it off till I'm like 70. Oh my God. Whack. That's like a, that's a dilemma now for, I guess, yeah. I would say for 
millennials, we're debating on whether or not it's fiscally responsible for us to um, purchase our own home as opposed to renting because yeah, it's-, paying, <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Like to own your own home is unrealistic in this economy. And mm-hmm. unfortunately the opportunities that allot us to purchase our own homes just aren't feasible for a long-term financial success. So renting and being able to kind of pick up and leave whenever you want to, to seek new and better opportunities is the more, I guess, lucrative route, but you never have anything of your own. So you're constantly rolling from place to place. And mm-hmm. it's, it hurts. to. It's a really big dilemma from our generation, I think. Mm-hmm. But I mean, uh, isn't... Why? Why? And then again, like, why buy your own house and not just use the house of like you know your parents' house or something like that? You know what I mean? There are certain like, situations like there's um there's a thing. Called I would understand how difficult that would be with like uh, siblings and whatnot. That would be pretty difficult. But um, there's there's actually something that makes it really hard. Like in Philadelphia, uh, there is. The reverse mortgage. So it's basically if you have an older person who owns their home and they need money quickly and they've paid off their mortgage, they can apply to a bank to get a reverse mortgage, which means the bank will give them the lump sum of what their home is worth at that time. And they can use that money any way they Mm. want, but their home officially is owned by the bank again. So until they pay off the equivalent, uh, like worth of the house, um, that home belongs to the bank. So if that older person has younger people living with them, um, they have no entitlement to the home because the bank owns the home. Like the older person doesn't have entitlement either. And when that older person passes away, the home automatically goes to the bank or is up for auction to be purchased by the highest bidder. So if the family can't afford the home from the bank, the home goes on auction. Okay, it's the same. It happens the same way here. Uh, it's pretty much the same thing. That's why banks are so fucking, <laughs> so fucking corrupt. It's yeah. so but, sad. Hey, you know what? Just start streaming on Twitch, become popular, make millions every month. Which kind of leads me to the next uh, subject. If we're okay to move on to the next topic. Yeah. I feel like we're talking too much about sad things let's uh <laughs> go into more sad things <laughs> <laughs> anyway so um recently there's been a sort of like a bunch of debating and a bunch of things here with this topic which is the false allegations of rape on twitch between partner streamers where a live streamer called alinity i mean she's pretty much just accused uh, this uh, male live streamer called Trainrex of basically, you know, trying to rape her or something. And what I don't the know. Heck? What other information weird. about this is there? Like, did they meet up in person or like, did they meet at, a, at the Twitch like con convention or? Uh, I don't know. The, the people have been trying to find um basically like sort of reasons and and not reasons uh proof evidence that he actually said these things to her or the that he actually alleged um 
anything like this or the, that he suggested anything like this. So far, nothing. And honestly, this girl has been pretty much known to do this kind of thing, which uh, is this is the exact same girl that tried to copyright strike PewDiePie um, with the whole thing. I think we even talked about that during the, uh, some some previous podcasts. And honestly, I mean, the what I'm trying to get here is basically... I don't know, but basically she's been doing this thing for a long time now. And she also kind of. Okay. Yeah. A Twitch streamer accused a guy of trying to rape her. And now there's an investigation being done to see if what was said and everything going on around that. And apparently she has a history of um, like accusing people, including PewDiePie. No. Okay. So. You are an army. I can see that. <laughs> if you don't remember <laughs> no, the I... PewDiePie thing, you are an army. Wait, That's which fine. one? PewDiePie's okay. been back yes, and forth about like stuff. Yeah. T series. T series. Basically, PewDiePie had this predicament with Alinity that he made a video where he basically used this eye tracker watching the video and the whole premise of the video was that he was using the eye tracker and he was trying not to look at these particular body parts of the streamers with oh. the videos right so the, the eye tracker basically just reveals what you're looking at and that's, that's the whole premise of it and at some point pewdiepie called her uh i think it was actually her video and he called her a thought and she got all <laughs> offended and she <laughs> Pretty much just went uh, on a rampage and uh, called her roommate or whatever. Hey, can we copy Strike PewDiePie with the vocal fry and everything? Because that's how they talk. (laughs) Yep. And this generated a whole predicament around both of them where PewDiePie was making videos left and right about her. And she was basically responding to the videos. And turns out PewDiePie was always right. I mean, she had no reason. She had no sort of like uh, backing for what she was trying to do. Like, why would you even try to copy strike someone for saying something? Like, what are you? What are you fucking crazy? Come on, dude. Not only that, but she's always she has also uh, pretty much admitted on stream that she moved to Canada, she married somebody for the green card, and then she <laughs> kind of uh, got a divorce. So, yeah, that's... Isn't that like fraud or some shit? Where was she from originally? I think she's like Latina. I think she's like... Oh, okay. Colombia or Mexico or something like that. So she moved to Canada this way. She basically married somebody and then divorced them, got the green card, and managed to do that, right? Which, okay. uh, I mean, if, if both parties agree to this, I guess it's okay. I mean, why not? If both parties consent to it, I mean, sure, sure. But if one takes advantage of the other, where uh, she basically takes advantage of a guy thinking that, oh, I'm going to marry this girl. I mean, she's hot as fuck, let's not lie about that, but... He's like, I'm going to marry this girl. Oh, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Come over to Canada. We're going to ma- get married and uh, have a good time. 
And then she divorces him because her only intent was to move into Canada. Isn't that like a bad? Isn't that like a sort of a, a crime or something like that? Like fraud or whatever? I don't know. I don't know. Not really into that sort of stuff. Yeah, I think yeah, that I'm is pretty sure it's fraud. Sure about that, you're not allowed to just marry someone and then kind of just stay here and gain nationalism or gain citizenship via marriage and then divorce your person. I'm pretty sure there are laws. I'm not very familiar, but I can definitely look that up. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so now with this whole thing, this whole predicament is she pretty much accused train wrecks, which is uh, again another live streamer. <clears throat> train wrecks is another live streamer that sort of he got banned for 30 days for kind of he's kind of like the guy that just goes a little bit too much on women on Twitch. And video games and i'm not gonna lie some things are funny some things are a little bit over the top and but on the internet when you're public about it it can have different interpretations and by having these different interpretations it could be uh sort of causing trouble for the platform themselves so twitch kind of decided to ban him to sort of take care of this now Basically, what she's doing now, and this is my opinion, I think that what she's doing now is she's just taking the advantage of the fact that he's been sort of uh, popularized the last few weeks as this uh, woman-hating guy and whatever. I mean, he has pretty much, uh, what is it, a fiancé or is it, uh, uh, what's the female version of um, <laughs> the... The, the, is it bride? Is the what it's is it? It's fiance also. Like both it's also okay. fiance. It's just spelled okay. different. Yeah. Right. Uh, so he he has a fiance and, and everything. So basically, like he, I, I don't believe he hates women. It's just like the internet being the internet, just being fucking stupid. He's just but, edgy. Yeah. Being yeah. Edgy. And uh, so I I think she's just taking advantage of it. And she's going through with all of this shit because she just found out that she's pretty much like irrelevant at this point because the whole PewDiePie predicament was a, you know, a moment thing. And then nobody really gave a fuck about her because, I mean, who's going to give a fuck about her? It's like if you gain popularity this way and you grow in popularity quite quickly, I can guarantee you 100 percent doesn't matter what you do, you are going to decline as well. Because you can have fame in 15 minutes and expect it to last a lifetime. That's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. That's why a lot of these artists nowadays, they're like 15-minute fame artists because they just go up there. Oh, wow, it's so popular and shit. Wow, let's listen to it. And then in the next 15 minutes, they fall. No one gives a shit about them. No one knows anything about them because... They just don't have knowledge. They just don't have quality. They have nothing. It's just popularity, and that's all there is to it. Whether it's because of the looks, whether it's because of something edgy they do, something edgy they say, or whatever the fuck. It's like it's 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 not uh, guaranteed. It's not not guaranteed, but it's not a fair uh, sort of popularity. It's just bullshit popularity, basically. So. I don't know, but I think a lot of people are talking about this, and I think that she just needs to get banned. 
pretty much from Twitch. I mean, she's been doing nothing but this shit over and over and over again with multiple streamers and PewDiePie even who doesn't stream. He just does YouTube. And I mean, Twitch has been allowing this shit. She has showed body parts and she has she and this this is for Miss Namer. She used the N word. Okay, oh. she used the oh. N word, and she claimed oh. that she was ten percent black, so it's okay. Oh my god! Oh and my Twitch, god! That's so bad. Oh. Yes, Twitch keeps looking over this, or keeps just looking away and just saying to her, "Hey, just delete the vod, and it's fine." And they're not banning her. They're not doing anything to her. It's like, dude, this is not cool. This is not all right. It's not just because of the the whole allegations. It's because of the whole fucking platform. You're giving an idea that Twitch is like a bunch of white knights that any woman that goes on Twitch can do whatever the fuck they want. And it's never going to change anything. And that's not cool. That's terrible. Right? Yes, I mean, it's really terrible because, again, eh, you know how I feel about that. Like, people just using slurs all willy-nilly don't seem mm-hmm. to understand the impact that it has on the people you use it on. And because you can be 10% whatever you want to be, but that doesn't <laughs> give you the right to use a term that's hurtful and basically a hate word just because you yeah. feel like it. So, I mean, that's like me just coming out of my face and calling someone a really terrible name, just be like in a joking manner. And I don't care that it hurts you. I, I want to say it because I feel like I can. And it's like, who are you? Like, shut up. No, go away. Go sit down and reevaluate your priorities. Because if you feel, <laughs> it, oh, God, it's not helping your case. I'll say that. Because it's like, what are, what are you talking about? Like 10% black? What, the, what does that even mean? Like your, your toe uh, black? What is 10 part of being black? Or 10% See, of being black? What? And you, you know what's worse about that? There's, like a histor- uh, there's historical context behind that. Because in America, during the African slave trade, if you had one drop of black blood, you were considered a like, a you know, you were considered a black slave, and it didn't matter if you if both your parents were white and you had like ancestry, you were considered lesser than a normal person because one drop of your blood was black, and people were killed for that. People were beaten, brutalized, and treated subpar because they had one drop of African blood in them. So the fact that she's using that as a justification to use a racial slur that has disturbing historical context in a casual sense just shows how ignorant she is as a person. Isn't blood, like, equal for everybody, though? Like, what's... Oh, during America... Blood? So during the um, the African slave trade in America... Uh, being associated with black in any way made you subhuman. So if you were a child that was so fucking stupid, it's terrible. Like if a a slave owner like raped a slave and had a kid and she had his kid and the kid came out half white, the kid was still considered black because they had black blood, quote unquote. And so it, it just goes to show that if you are at 
associated at any length with being black, you were not given the rights of a human. Okay, dude. Well, I mean, <laughs> uh, I'm laughing, but I'm inside. I'm like, shit, dude. Holy fucking shit. That's just stupid. <laughs> So this is why it bothers me that she uses that so casually. I'm 10% black. I'm like, okay, well, if that's the case, come. Let me sh- show me how black you are. Let's see how you can endure what it means to be black. Not just so you can say the N-word casually, but let's see if you can endure everything else that comes with being black. Yeah, I feel like that's that's a generalized thing because a lot of people kind of do things that are sort of black culture. And it, it it's always convenient to say, hey, I'm part black, so, you know, <laughs> because I want to do this, right? I want to rap, so I'm kind of like, you know, I'm appreciated with black people, and I'm part black myself. Like, I, I want to do this. I'm good at doing this. Like, what? what are you? Shut the fuck up, you idiot. You're not part <laughs> anything. You are who you are and what you are, and you just need to shut the fuck up, you fucking piece of shit. That's not a... <laughs> It's not a good human being behavior. That's just pure stupidity. Exactly. But, I mean, that's just an oof right there. Because, I mean, again, I just... My opinion is she needs to get banned from Twitch. And maybe not permanently. Maybe not, even though she deserves to be banned permanently. But at least, like, 30 days or 60 days or some shit to give her that sort of like mentality that she's not uh, immune. She's not invulnerable. She can also be punished. And I feel like she keeps doing these things because she keeps going unpunished and she just keeps on doing it and keeps on doing it. It's kind of like if you have a kid and you never punish the kid for doing something bad, the kid is just going to fucking keep on doing it. Of course, it's, it's, it's human behavior. It's natural. Like if you don't, if you don't show the kid that that's wrong, they're just going to keep on doing it. And it's exactly what she's doing. And it's not good. It's, it's wrong as fuck. Like, just punish her for once. And if she keeps on doing it, fucking permaban her because she's not good for the platform. I don't know what's the the, the obsession with, with Twitch and this girl. There's got to be something else behind of that shit. But I don't know. I feel like Twitch could just, like, snap their fingers and boom. Hey, Linany, see you next time. Go on to fucking YouTube or some other shit, start drama and get out of our platform. I would have done that shit immediately as soon as she starts like going with with these fucking things. Twitch is not a fucking cam girl site. Twitch is supposed to promote video games. There are lots of girls trying to actually fucking make it who are good at video games and they can't because they don't show themselves. Because they're afraid of showing themselves. Because some some of them are actually very good looking, and I know one of not I know don't know her personally, but I know her from watching her and whatnot. And I know that she's quite good looking, and she just doesn't show her camera because she's like she doesn't want to get that sort of judgment, you know. And she doesn't get an audience that's like only there because she looks that way. She just she wants an audience that's like, hey, you play games good. And I like your personality, so I'm going to watch you, you know? That's the way it's supposed to be. And I wish it was like that more because that would be more of a meritocracy. Like, I, you're, it doesn't matter if you're male or female. It's the fact that you enjoy playing video games, you have an engaging personality, and you're good at what you do. So it shouldn't be boiled down to how hot you are 
or whether or not people like the sound of your voice, or even if you show off more skin than someone else. Like it's, it's really demeaning in that way that you're boiled down to eye candy. And, oh, yeah. it's, oh, I hate that. That, oh my God. No, thank you. I think that, uh, honestly, Twitch just needs to sort of realize that just start fucking throwing them away. The cam girls just throw them away. Let them go on to 4Cam, uh, fucking Shatterbait, all of that shit. That's where they belong. If you want to have a camera on you all day to just show off your body and your body parts and promote sexual behavior and promote appeal, a sex appeal towards... It's not... A, listen, I, I saw a comment on Reddit. Uh, I think it was like today, actually, like in the morning or some shit. And it said that... Most people that watch these live streamers that kind of show off their body and whatnot, they're not even teenagers or kids. They're actually like grown ass men and women that actually uh, (laughs) have a bunch of money. What was that? Dice's reaction. (laughs) It's true, though. It's true. These this is basically an escape. This is like an alternative an alternative to watching a cam girl for real who's showing off their bodies. So when they're watching a a, a hot girl not showing anything, just being there and talking to them, it's a lot more, you know, it's, it's not as bad as watching a cam girl just, you know, doing what cam girls do. Yeah, it's like softcore. Because, <laughs> I mean, essentially, you're giving people what they want. You're entertaining them. Physically, mm, or right, by yeah. being <laughs> by be, by being aesthetically pleasing, mm-hmm. you're entertaining yeah. them in that way, but in a way that's quote unquote safe for you because you're not exactly venturing into the le- legal issues that come with that kind of behavior. But you're also it's like a tease. I'll say that it's a mm-hmm. legal tease. And it's something people can get behind because it's a demographic that isn't breached very often. Gamers are up and coming. So if you can find that market and just find a way to navigate how saturated it is by making yourself, you know, attractive and relatable, people are going to come flocking. And it's scary. It's really scary how easy it is. Yeah, it's because they I, want gamer GFs, so that's why they always try to scope it out. They're like, not only is she they're not cute, gamers though, but she they're can not play gamers. That's the thing. They're posers. They're like po- they're not. Yeah. Even, they're not even real. No, they're they're like not the even posers. They're not even posing as gamers. That's the problem. That's the problem. They're not even posing as gamers at all. They're just sitting in front of a camera with their massive cleavages, almost fucking exposing their whole <laughs> nipple and shit. That they're not even. <laughs> That's why that one meme got really popular. The um, the I'm already tracer meme because like so many like quote unquote gamer girls were like doing TikToks to it. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, so they started making fun of all of them. (sighs) (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, that's so frustrating. And actually, I saw a video on YouTube about that where there was a compilation of the <laughs> quote-unquote fake gamer girl tiktok things for the tra- i'm already tracer thing and it made me laugh because the guy was pointing out he's like that's not even a ps4 controller it's not even on 
where is she? <laughs> she has just- like Beats headphones and like a yes. PS3 controller and stuff. She's like, I'm playing Overwatch. And I'm like, no, no, you're not. Oh, I remember what you're I, I like. Yeah. She has the controller and she's basically, she doesn't have the controller on. It's a, it's a PS4 controller, but she doesn't have the, the controller on because the controller to show that it's on, it has the little LEDs or LEDs uh, yeah. on top. And he's, he's pointing at the controller turned on with the LEDs <laughs> on. He's like, listen, it's not on. It's not even on. It's not even on. This is on. I laughed so hard. But, and I mean, the, the, to, for, to me, the problem is not even the, the gamers or whatever. For me, the problem is the fact that they're not even game. They're not even promoting gaming. They're just promoting themselves as dual personalities. Exactly. Like, it's one thing... So it's one thing if you're a cosplayer, you don't have to be uh, invested in Overwatch to cosplay Tracer. I mean, as long as you know you really work at it and you try a little bit, you can cosplay whoever you want and people will follow you because they like that character. And that's exactly what it is. They like the character. So they come to see you dressed as the character. Whereas with Twitch on the gaming channel, people come to watch you play games. That's the idea, is to watch you play games, not watch you promote yourself pretending to play games. And it's uh, it's just false advertising, and I don't think there's a place for it. <laughs> and uh, Oh my god, now that you mentioned cosplay, holy shit, what did you bring up? So, okay, so there's... Uh, I mean, cosplay is okay, in my opinion. I mean, if you're not... If, if you're not showing yourself naked and whatnot. And, tread carefully, and sir. You're talking with a fellow cosplayer. Tread carefully. <laughs> but if you're not basically like naked and showing that sort of stuff. It's oh, there's okay. a market for that. Those are because, called <laughs> Yeah. Because Those basically, cool too, if you are designing cosplay stuff on stream, it's, it's kind of an art form. You're, you're basically like creating stuff. And replicating what designers and and concept artists created, and trans sort of uh, transcending that into the real world, into materialistic stuff, rather than have it have it virtually or digitally or whatever. So I think that's okay. But now, now there's this whole thing which Twitch allows, by the way, which is body painting on stream. Oh, God, um, I know what you're talking about. Oh, my goodness. And the girl that kind of popularized this <laughs> is pretty much the girl that created the whole bully hunter movement bullshit. <laughs> Do you remember that? Oh, my gosh. Yes, unfortunately. Yeah, the, the old uh, bully hunter 69 or whatever the fuck it was entered the server. And then just goes off, kills someone, and hey, bullying is not okay. Or our cyber bullying is not okay. And then Bully Hunter left the service. It's like, what? That's the most cringiest fucking thing I've ever seen. So my opinion about that is that she basically... I remember watching that girl uh, somewhere back in the day, like 2003. 14, 13, something like that. She's been on Twitch for a long fucking time. Uh, 
And I remember watching her somewhere. It was, it was either a podcast or some con or something like that. But I remember her. And basically, I think that she just became irrelevant at some point. Right. And she used the bully hunter thing to sort of like get that boost up in relevancy because no publicity is bad publicity. Right. Or there's no such thing as bad publicity, whatever the however the say, saying goes. Mm-hmm. And basically, she just used that. And now she's doing the fucking body painting thing on Twitch, which I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, she's practically naked. So I don't I don't think she's allowed to like show nipples. I think she needs to hide nipples. I think that's like the given thing. Yeah, um, they have pasties um, that yeah. you put over them. So when you're painting, the paint covers it. So there's nothing showing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But still, I mean, she literally has her tits. Up. Um, I mean, you know, and, and for some people, that's more than enough. I mean, some people don't even need tits out for, uh, and this, you know, it's probably gross or whatever, but yeah, for, for doing, you know, self, um, things. So, yeah, I don't know. What, what do you think? What do you think about this? <laughs> okay. So I think there's a, there's a time and a place and a platform to do body painting. I think body painting is fantastic from an artistic standpoint because it takes a level of detail that i don't possess to recreate a costume in the form of paint on someone's body and let me just interrupt for a moment Mm -hmm. have you have you seen a picture that's basically like a chameleon but it's two bodies painted yes i love those oh yeah fucking that's fucking awesome Now, now that's body painting done right what she does there carry on yeah no i mean and that's what i love is the illusion the optical illusion that comes with the paint um and having that artistic depth to bring something like that to life is amazing Mm -hmm. to me but again i feel like that's more of an instagram uh pursuit than twitch where you're actively watching someone create that I can see it as a good promotional tool if you have other social media outlets and you're kind of like, hey, guys, my subscribers get an exclusive look at how I create these amazing works of art. And it's like, oh, cool. Yeah. But if you're just broadcasting it to the general public, um, it leaves very little for the imagination and it doesn't kind of entice people to want to invest in what you're doing. It's more so, oh, I, I know where I can go to watch some softcore nude people. Let me just log into this Twitch and watch this in my free time. Like, what kind of hell? No. <laughs> like, it, it kind of dilutes the magic. That, that is true, artistry. though. That is very true. <laughs> so I would prefer if this was an exclusive for subscription or su- subscribers, as opposed to just a general free-for-all for people to see, because it's it just takes away the oh, magic, in my okay. opinion. So basically you're saying like give it a its own platform within the platform. Yes. Yes. Okay, yeah, I can see that. I can so see that. Because what, I so- mean truth the <laughs> truth be told, a lot of people lie about their age and I'm I'm sure there's like a bunch of thirteen year olds fucking watching these things when 
exactly. Like there's no way to really vet that because if you create a profile, you can put that you're like 98 years old if you wanted to. <laughs> Nobody's going to question mm-hmm. it because you're over the age of 21. So like, for example, um, I am having a new piece commissioned for my next cosplay that'll be coming in the next year. And the person that's making it Snows, shows like snippets of their construction process. And I love that. But only people that subscribe to their Twitch can watch them work, like actually do the molding and the crafting and the, you know, the creation mm. of the finished product. You can watch them in real time, put these things together. And I think that's amazing. I love to see how my request is being made. So, of course, I subscribe because I'm like, yeah, I want in on this. But if you just like let anybody come and watch what you're doing, it's kind of like giving away the trade secret. Everybody knows it, so yeah. there's real no appeal. Yeah. Um, about that, I wanted I wanted to ask Dice a question. Do you have any old YouTube accounts? Me, any old ones? Yeah, I have different YouTube accounts for different things I'm subscribed to. So the like, oldest what's one, the oldest account that you have. Uh, the oldest account like, I have was from middle school. And I still use it to watch like people play video games. <laughs> what what was what was the age that you put in that? Account? Okay, um, I put that I was eighteen because I was I thought that if I, I was younger, <laughs> exactly. I would have restricted videos. <laughs> exactly my point. I I I mean I fucking did the same thing. I mean I was twelve years old watching with my cousin. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like fucking hell, dude. I mean I, I did that shit as well. Everybody did. Hey, come on, Miss Nomer. Don't don't tell me you never did that. I mean, of course I did. I've gone on sites, <laughs> like just normal sites on the internet, where it's like, wait, before you go in here, verify that you're 18 and up. And I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm 14, but yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no, sure, I don't why have to not? About it. I can put my actual age now. No, see, yep. <laughs> it's different. The peel is gone now because we're yeah. like, yeah, we can totally do this now. <laughs> but yeah, back when I was a teenager, that's that was amazing. The fact that they asked me, I'm like, uh, of course I am. <laughs> Who's going to find out? Back in the days, I, I actually found it amazing. But now I find it fucking like it's actually kind of terrible because I wish that back in the days and we both of us, we, we grew up with the Internet kind of also growing up like the Internet wasn't even remotely close to what it is nowadays. Oh, like, yeah. You had the fucking dial ups. Fifty six K. I don't know. <laughs> I hated that. Like it, it took a fucking day to load up a picture like you what? kidding me. Yep. It was I mean, I'm exaggerating, but it would take take over 20 minutes to load up a picture on one of those big, fast monitors. And goodness forbid somebody else was on the phone when you needed to use the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit, yeah, true, true, true. Oh, man. Yeah, we just went through a fucking nostalgia path here. I know. Oh, I hate. It. Do you remember um, Windows ninety five or Windows ninety eight? Yeah, like, I still, to- I oh, I still saw ninety five once. Some dude in my town had it, and but yeah, pretty much everywhere it was like ninety eight. Mm-hmm. Basically, I just remember oh, yeah. turning on the computer and the modem is like 
gearing up to go. And it's, I just, that's such a nostalgic sound for me. And I love the sound yeah. of like a, a computer so- booting up. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's t- t- basically like desktop computers still do that shit to this day because processors and whatnot. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's not even remotely close to what it used to be like. It used to be like that. that- <laughs> Grinding sound or whatever. It was of, so of the loud. Disc just loading all the information and shit. It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. I love. Um, yeah, it's it, it. It's very nostalgic indeed. And you know, to watch like, I I remember the first time I watched porn with my cousin, as I mentioned before. Um, we were basically like. He, he was just like, eh, you want to see something? I just, I have you. <laughs> you want to see something cool? And I was like, I was like, uh, okay, uh, sure. I was so, I was such a pussy back then, dude. Like, you have no idea. Like, a legitimate fucking, um, well, pussy. Like, you know, in, 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 in the sense that, <laughs> you know, an individual that's like, you know, you fucking, Start slapping me, and I'm like, oh, okay, hey, I'm sure you have a reason for doing that. Um, and I'm like, all right, sure, that's that's why. And then it's like fucking 15 minutes or 20 minutes to load up like a fucking picture of a nude girl, and I'm like, uh, and I start looking at that, and I'm like, uh, 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 okay, was it <laughs> worth the 20 minutes? Oh, yeah. Every time there was like a 20 to 30 minute wait to fucking watch a picture. Yes, it was always worth it. (laughs) But uh, that shit was fucking nuts. And then the video games. Oof, the installing of the video games. Oof. (laughs) Did you have, um, what's it called? Floppy disks? I think it's floppy disk. Did yes. you have uh, floppy oh disk floppy with disk. flash oh. games? So, Dice, Dice, do you remember, you know the save icon on computers? Yeah. That's a floppy disk. Oh. That used to actually be a real thing that people would insert <laughs> into computers as a way of saving their progress. It's like an oversized USB. USB. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes, I used to have them and I had games and... I used yeah, to but, write fan fiction and stuff and save like it on there. You don't really have like uh, large games, but you could basically have like um, what was it? You could have uh, flash games. I think. I think there was yeah. this uh, mini clip game. I don't know if you had that uh, being popularized around your your area, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we had this this uh, miniclip.com site with which had like games. Mini clip. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and you could download the fucking thing. And I think there was one game with bubbles where you just like started bursting bubbles and and more bubbles would come. I I don't remember the name of it, but I think we just like downloaded that shit, fucking get the flap, the floppy disk in the computer, install that, not install, just transfer that thing in there. And then you could play any in any computer. This was like a fucking amazing thing back in the days. Mm -hmm. Now it's just like, you know, whatever. This this new computer I have doesn't even have a fucking um, CD drive, so, so you oh have an idea. Oh my god! Yeah, they, they don't use that anymore. It's just it's not a thing anymore. It's like you know, video games. Download them. What the fuck do you mean? 
CDs, you know? <laughs> um, I mean, it, it has space to put a, a drive there, but yeah, they don't come with that shit anymore. And it's like, you know? Yeah. God, yeah, they don't do that at all. I Actually, the laptop I have right now doesn't come with a disk drive. So all of my games come from Steam. Like, I don't have any physical games anymore. They're all digital. Your laptop doesn't have a disk drive? Really? Mine doesn't either. Oh, shit. Whoa, whoa. No, not what are, What's the year for those computers? Uh, new, like I, new, like 17 this... or like yeah. 2016. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Okay, well, I mean, my last my laptop has a disk drive. I'm glad because sometimes there's things important coming on disk drives That's or, or on disk. Uh, um, yeah. But I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess it's uh, it's the thing that's going away. And uh, another thing is like, I looked up what's the difference because I, I I had no idea two days ago, and I looked up what's the HD, what's an HDD opened, which I kind of already had an idea, and what's an SSD, and it's completely fucking different, because the HDD actually has a disk, and the SD, SSD just, it's basically like uh, chips and processors and whatnot. It, it's crazy. What te- the fucking technology is doing is fucking insane. Anyways, we should move on. And uh, let's let's move on to this next topic that I have, and then we're done with my topics, and we can move with either Dice or Miss Number. But this is sort of a debate, and it's kind of like, why do you think streaming is so popular? And I ask this question because I saw this video, this clip uh, by Penguin, or on Twitch, Moist Critical. He he typically does videos for YouTube and popular videos too. But basically, he does videos for YouTube, you know, criticizing things or just overall, like, talking about events. He made a video on unboxing dark box uh, or dark web boxes, which was pretty funny. I don't know all that stuff. And um, he basically says that streaming is so popular because people are lonely and they can relate to the streamers because it's just people like them. They might be incredibly popular and might be incredibly successful but it's at the end of the day it's just one person there's no production behind it there could be there could be there's a lot of streams with a lot of production behind it but it's one person there sitting in front of a computer and doing their thing playing video games talking to them so it's because of that that streaming became so popular because people relate to it and people can talk to the streamer hopefully uh, if it's like a huge stream where the chat is just fuck, fucking complete AIDS, then there's no talking to the streamer unless you donate, which I think it's kind of stupid, but whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I, I kind of, I totally agree with the guy actually. And I just wanted to know what you think. Like, do you think that's uh, reasonable? Do you think there's other reasons why streaming is popular? Specific games that popularize streaming or something like that? What do you think? All right, Dice, you want to go first? Yeah, so uh, personally for me, I usually watch live streamers who I, who have, I guess, they're on a path that I want to follow. Like, I, I watch people who are, are, like, part-time artists and, like, video game players, like Ross, who was, like, used to be on the Game Grumps, and then now he's moved over to, like, art full-time, 
or like animators and stuff who also play video games because um I don't know. I just like thinking how if they were able to because do they're it, relatable be, to you. It's relatable because like oh they like animation, they like art, they like video games. Like if they were able to you know like make it big and like get their work known, then maybe I could too. You know. Well, yeah, exactly. Okay. They're relatable to me. Um, and that makes a lot of sense. So I, th- the reason streaming is popular nowadays is because we are transitioning from in, uh, we are in the midst of a internet phenomenon. So it, the market has become so saturated with everyone flocking to the internet for information and just uh, human connection. We've become so busy in our lives that we don't get to see our loved ones as often as we want for various reasons. And we don't make as many friends once we graduate from like uh, high school and college because we kind of go our separate ways and we don't see each other as much. So I do think that streaming is a way of connecting with other people because you find things that you like. Like if you have a natural inclination toward gaming, you're going to find gamers that you relate to and that you enjoy watching. And that makes you feel closer to them or more connected with them. Like people who become really invested in a particular streamer, for example, um, like Markiplier. Um, He's one of my favorite streamers because I always thought he was hilarious. Um, But like the more I watched him, the more irritated I became simply because I couldn't relate to him anymore after a time. And that was also because I became more busy in my personal life. So it got to the point where watching Markiplier no longer satisfied a need that I had, which was watching games and having someone that I could connect with. And when I found like people in my own environment outside of the internet, it was just a lot harder to connect with people online because I already had what I wanted in my real life. So I think that, um, yeah, streaming is a means of connecting with other people or finding a way to kind of occupy your time or uh, learning new skills that you can attribute to something. Right. Fun, fun, Fun fact is I remember back when Markiplier was nothing. He was... He was, he had like a few thousands of subscribers. Uh, and I was, I was browsing for games to play on my channel. I think this was like 2013, I think. Yeah, yeah, 2013. So I was browsing for games to play on my channel, horror games that is. And I remember seeing, uh, on that, on the particular horror game that I found, there was a Markiplier (laughs) comment with a video that he just made and looking at it now, look at him fucking lives off of that shit. And I always thought to myself, I will never do this because I think this is a little bit too desperate and whatnot. I, I fucking hate myself sometimes like fucking LD. Why do you have to be so, you know, fucking, I don't even know what the term is. (laughs) proud uh i don't don't know if proud is maybe stupid is more like it but yeah like i I mean why not advertise my shit more and maybe through ways that it's for some people like you know not really necessarily like the best way to or not the most 
uh, dignified way of doing it. But if it works, who gives a fuck? I, I, I'm, 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 I need to sort of change my mentality in terms of that. I'm going to start saying more who gives a fuck and I'm going to start doing things because literally who yeah. gives a fuck? You're also not hurting anyone. Like who, who are you hurting with sh- your streaming and like giving your opinion on things? Nobody. You're just doing what you do and I'm you're sure entertaining you're a bunch of people. It's pride. Cause then you're like hurt, trying to sort of like hurting your pride. Cause like shit. Yeah, you're right. Fuck. I mean, God that's one of the crap. reasons I haven't resorted to doing cam stuff on Twitch. Like, if I wanted to make myself known, I know for a fact that all I would really have to do is wear a low-cut shirt and then, you know, fabricate a voice of some kind and then you know, talk this. <laughs> just start, I don't know, wear a, like, you know, I would have to orchestrate a character that is more appealing Just to people than my natural personality. Format. Yeah. You know what's hilarious? I actually considered doing ASMR only because I enjoy the sensation that comes from it for myself. Like I've found different sounds that really resonate with me. And I'm like, oh, I like this. If I can do this for other people, I think I would make a good living. But I also <laughs> realize <laughs> that there's a dark side to ASMR, unfortunately. I mean, listen, there's a dark side to everything. Exactly, but I have to come to terms with that. There is, there is. I do think that there is like legitimately good ASMR out there. Like I've I've listened to some, and there's no sort of like there's no sexual um, iterations to it. It's just purely for the relaxation uh, part of it. And yeah, I mean, but unfortunately, people will always, you know take it that way it's always sexual and of whatever course i would love to so. do asmr only because i think that you know I, I can do the diction i can get really close to the mic and talk as softly as possible so that people can fall asleep while i enunciate words that i say normally and like it's really funny to me i could totally you make do my that. ears tingle see i could totally do that but again you gotta take it for what it's worth and people will always find a way to twist it on you. So I have to be thick skinned enough to be ready to take that kind of onslaught. And I'm not, I'm not there yet. I'm really not. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Hey, you do you, uh, whatever, whatever suits you. again, who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> who gives a fuck? Like exactly. I listen, I just started to go about that with my life for most things. Like, but I, so many for so many times, like when I go out, I'm like actually self conscious about fucking certain things. Like, oh, what would it, what, what if what if this fucking piece of clothing doesn't match with that piece of clothing? They're gonna look at me and judge me and shit. And more and more and more, I need to realize that who gives a fuck, man? Who gives a fuck of that about that shit? And even if they do give a fuck, then who gives a fuck? That they give a fuck. No one gives a fuck. Fuck fuck them. Fuck them. (laughs) Fuck them, dude. Um, So, yeah, you know, it's if you want to do ASMR, fucking go for it. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much it. So I think we all can agree that (laughs) I think we all can agree that streaming is so popular because it's relatable. People feel lonely. They're looking for someone that you know, can sort of give them that attention. 
uh, that maybe mm-hmm. they can get out of someone in the real world and someone right there with them. Because let's face the mm-hmm. facts, as mm-hmm. kind of as I think you mentioned, like real life comes in, in into play, and you know, watching a live stream is as convenient as going on a browser and looking for the link and looking for the platform. Whereas you know, for you to find a friend that wants to listen to you or wants to talk to you, you kind of have to go through a bunch of processes. And that is if they are available to you and if they're not available to you and they have other priorities, then it's like, it's a whole fucking mess. Oh and you're, my gosh. You feel lonely. And then, uh, you know, the streamer allows for that shit. And gives we're also, you a bit of warmth. Yeah. We're also in an age of, um, instant gratification too. So why would you have to work for something when you can get it, for free and with the click of a mouse, like actually forging relationships <laughs> yeah. with people is hard and it's a trial and error process. And you have to be, you have to have some degree of vulnerability and just being raw in it. So if you put yourself out there and somebody doesn't reciprocate, it hurts. So it's a lot easier if you can talk with someone who nine times out of 10 has no idea that you exist but you can watch them and feel invested in what they're doing and then feel, you know, that kind of connection from a distance. So you're being satisfied in making a connection, no matter how superficial it is, while also not having to risk yourself in the process. Mm-hmm. Dice, anything to add? Uh, I wish I was real, real hot so I can get lots of views on Twitch. So I just have to. (laughs) Dice, I think you're downplaying yourself. You were a very attractive person. I want, but donka donks. Like big old hadonka donka donks. (laughs) But donka halka lonka sungas. (laughs) But can't can't you like use clothing for that? Like push ups and shit? I can do. Oh, tr- listen, trust me. <laughs> there is a lo- listen. There is a girl that uh she she apparently has a massive badonkadonks on stream. Yeah. And when she went on TwitchCon, she was in u- using a push a push up and oh, she so was flat. She was like a <laughs> That's Paul Larry. Oh my god goodness you know it's been so embarrassing for her yes because it's so fucking deceiving well yeah oh my god the internet is about deception everything Mm -hmm. you see online is illish it's orchestrated to be visually appealing so this is why when people are like oh really though like a lot of people don't really care about that Oh no! You'd be I, I, I know I don't like when I take a picture to put on the internet. I don't give a fuck if it's appealing oh, that's or not. You, I, you know what I mean. Do it. I'm talking about mostly if you're trying to gain a following of some kind. You know that you have to have some degree of fantasy in order to attract people's attention because it's not what if they see every know. day. Yeah, well, men do. You'd be surprised how many dudes like you know fluff up things in order to make themselves more appealing on like Instagram. Like, there are so uh, many... Inst- <laughs> what? Wow. Lord have <laughs> What? Who uses Instagram, dude? I, do. I use Instagram. <laughs> we do! Oof. Well, I mean, yeah, the podcast, that's different. <laughs> but 
I mean, I do too on a person like to promote my cosplays and just my personal stuff. But yeah, no, I mean, so oh my goodness, oh my god. So like, I follow a lot of models because I enjoy. I find them incredibly aesthetically pleasing, and I'm like, damn, girl, one day I will be like that but i realize a lot of that is airbrushed a lot of that is photoshopped and a lot of that is not what you're gonna see if you meet that person in real life and i'm aware of this but i enjoy the fantasy that comes with it and i don't feel as bad like i i don't internalize it to the point where i'm like oh look at all this cellulite and these stretch marks i have they're not even attractive i'll never look like that i don't care because you know what i'm a human being and i'm fucking healthy so I don't have to worry about that kind of thing. Same. <laughs> so it's like I'm happy where I am. I'm a healthy Speaking person a- with a functional body. And I'm like, you know what? That's fine with me. I can take yeah. a hit too. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, oh, oh my God. What are you saying, Dice? Speaking of Instagram, did I tell you guys the uh, the crack pipe story about Instagram? What is that? Okay, so my town has this famous, like an Instagram famous crackhead. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this video before, but it got passed around Worldstar of this like homeless guy smoking three crack pipes at once at a party. And he he lives in my town and he made an Instagram a while back ago and it's just like photos of him like with crack pipes and stuff and like with heroin needles. So my town's kind of famous. Not for the right reason, though. That kind of makes me famous, kind of. I really wouldn't want to have my (laughs) town known for that shit. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't that's know. Where promoting, he's at. That's promoting drug abuse. It's not even drug use, drug abuse. He hasn't posted in like a year, so. Is he still alive? I, I was going to say, I he's hope homeless, he's okay. And so no one has any like track of where he's at, so I don't know. Yeah, probably that then. Yeah, that's. Oh man, Instagram famous, world star. Yeah. Lord have mercy. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I, I just even... goes to show how like easy things can be like popularized on the internet and stuff. Like who would have thought something like that would have got such a big fan following? It's you know? stupid. Of course it would. Stupidity <laughs> but... is the best way of promoting yourself. In- oh yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, don't we're That's a conversation for another time. I will save <laughs> that for a different podcast. My disdain. For world star hip hop, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I'm not even talking about world star. I mean, I don't even fucking pay attention to that shit. But it, for the most part, it's just fucking good. trash. That's good. Modern. Oh, yeah, because um, you know, I, I for my hip hop, I rather go to Spotify and go to the <laughs> '80s. And 80s. So, but um, you know, basically about that, it's like. If if you're trying to be someone decent, someone who just, for example, uh, like the streams I was trying to do before the PC started fucking up and shit, it was basically like me sitting in front of the, of the camera with a microphone and talking about things and, and maybe possibly helping somebody who might have been going through something, uh, listening to music, reviewing music, uh, watching videos and reacting to videos and all, that, all of that shit. And if, but if I'm not like doing something stupid, it's, I'm never going to go nowhere. And it's kind of sad, really kind of sad because for you to be a decent human being nowadays and become popular 
and make a living off of something that you would love to do, you just have to sort of like get contacts. And because you are no, because you're nobody, you're a nobody, everybody's going to disregard you. So it, it, it comes to the dilemma or, you know, whatever the word there is for it, but it comes to this point where you can make contacts because you're kind of irrelevant. And for you to become relevant, you need contacts. So you, you're either stupid and do stupid shit and you become popular or you're just fucked and you're pretty much like fucking cursed to be a nobody for the rest of your life. But hey, you know what? It is what it is. Um, Maybe maybe I'll find out some some clever ways of doing stupid shit. I mean, let's face the facts. Family Guy is probably one of the stupidest fucking uh, cartoons out there, and it's genius. Just don't resort ha- to having to do Fortnite dances on camera for views. Oh, oh that's God. a good idea. No, you know what? <laughs> okay, first of all, Fortnite dances are not Fortnite oh. dances. They have, they actually have real names and real origins. They did not start with Fortnite, and I'm sick of that shit. No, the only person who's ever done the Charleston is the Fortnite emotes. They're oh, the- <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> right now, I'm just thinking: Can I do that? That sort of dance with like the arms going around the waist and uh, with big oh, belly. Yeah. What the hell is that called? Oh, the floss. Yeah, the floss. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dice knows everything about yeah. Fortnite, huh? <laughs> yeah, I I actually know you how to child. do a lot of the dances. It's like <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a it's a social status thing. If you don't know how to do the Fortnite dances, then you're out. Like I'm being 100% serious. Good. Fucking good. No. It's means your means your intelligence coefficient or however you pronounce that shit is better than everybody else's popular well, means shit nowadays i Things think that are popular nowadays popular. are not good it's popular i know about popular <laughs> <laughs> i it's think i'm with fucking the- shit i mean look at kanye west Look oh, at yeah. fucking little Yachty or whatever the fuck his name <laughs> little is. Little Yachty. Look at all of that bullshit. And it, there's even that motherfucker who to be a, a metal vocalist or some shit. They're not. Like, what the fuck are you even saying, motherfucker? Speak words. Just like, what, what are you saying? What are you doing? He was actually like. I don't know. I never heard his fucking metal days. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was shit. But it's like, uh, you can't do anything else, but you want to be in this kind of fucking trash trend nowadays. You just resort to being fucking ridiculous and doing that shit. But like, I despise that motherfucker. I completely fucking despise that motherfucker for following that route. That's not a metalhead route. That's the route of a fucking dumbass. But again, it's all about the money, I guess. And he's making millions. Yeah. Oh, That's well, at least I have my fucking dignity. <laughs> I have my. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Listen, hands. money, money, money goes where? Money goes nowhere. I, I'm, I'm the kind of people, I'm, kind of, I'm the kind of person that I don't want to go to the fucking grave with money on me. I, I don't give a shit about that. If I have money, I'm going to spend it. I'm going to be happy while I fucking can. Those that, those that stay around for, you know, 
when I'm I'm gone and they kind of depend on me, well, I mean, uh, fucking start saving a little bit for them. But it's, eh, I don't want to fucking go to the grave with money. Fuck that. Spend it. Buy so many anime figures. <laughs> oh my god, fuck that shit. <laughs> what a waste I mean, what of else money. Would you, what else would you spend your money on? Fucking booze. Oh, I, I guess. But if you spend it all on that, you're not going to have any money for anime figures. So it's like weighing I'm your options. Oh, Lord have mercy. Listen, I'm not a pedophile. I'm not going to guy. I'm not going <laughs> to buy fucking anime. Bullshit. Because I am not a pedophile, okay? You don't want I think weebs are fucking pedophiles. It's and they fucking me. deserve to Every be locked one? up. They deserve to be fucking locked up. Looking at those fucking cartoonish little things, it's not okay. Fucking weebs. How old are is too old to be a weeb? Because I have quite the extensive collection of anime figures. When does it get creepy 20, to collect them? 25? Okay, I have a few more like years then. I'll enjoy it while I can. Yep, yep. It's, it's a pedophilic thing. Anyways, oh moving my on. God. Moving on. Uh, okay, who wants to go next? Uh, Dice, Miss Nomer, who wants to go next? Uh, I'll go. Yeah, I'll go. So um, I read an article online, and it's a story from a mother who was writing into a newspaper thing, and she was saying how every day she would text her son during lunch and her son would always say he was eating alone. And uh, one day she brought it up to the school. So the student council decided to sit with him and like invite him over for lunch. And this story got a lot of praise by being like, oh, like this is how we stop bullying. And this is how we can prevent like further issues, like such as school shootings and stuff by like stopping like depression or like the feelings of isolation, loneliness and anger, like at the core. But then a lot of people were saying how it's wrong to to like pretend to like this kid and invite him over out of pity. So what do you guys think on that? Do you think it's justified to do something like that? Mm, first of all, is like are these kids even trying to be social and they're just not achieving it or are they just purely antisocial and you know, they just don't want to be social at, at all? The mom just described the son as having a hard time making friends. So that's why he sat alone all the time. Hmm. So he's either getting rejected by others or he's just, I don't know, really awkward or some shit like that. I don't know. But I feel like from my experience in school, it's kind of like a, a, a shit show. Honestly, it mm -hmm. is a shit show. Like you can, you can, you can, you can have all kinds of friends. You can have all kinds of people around you. I mean, I had a bunch of people around me, but none of them were, were fucking friends. They were just interested in, in the shit that I had. <laughs> Most of them nowadays, I don't give a fuck about them. If they die or not, I don't give a shit. It's, uh, it's literally like that. If you're that fucking interested in my shit just because I have that shit and mm -hmm. not because of who I am, then I don't give a fuck about you whatsoever. I, I mean, I think I'm being quite reasonable here. So, no, you're being reasonable. Uh, honestly, I just, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, it, it, it's, 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 yeah, it's a fucked up thing. Uh, to be alone, it's never good. Oh, um, no. It's very fucked up. 
the student council was under a lot of fire though because a lot of people saw it as them being like oh this is another project that we can do like this will make the student council look good rather than them doing it out of the kindness of their heart yeah that's bad that's terrible so I think that this would have been a situation to bring up with a student counselor, like have this child go to the counselor uh, during lunch periods and have them kind of figure out like, so what's the issue here? Why aren't you able to connect with your classmates? And maybe there's something with the kid where he's like, you know, I'm a lot smarter than my peers, so I have nothing to relate to with them they're talking about i don't know pokemon cards and all this stuff and i'm over here i'm fascinated by trains i love locomotives i can tell you every model make and whatever but nobody likes trains so i have nothing to talk about and so i eat by myself because people think i'm weird that i like trains like these are the conversations that i imagine would be happening and it's a matter of finding where the disconnect is with a professional as opposed to trying to force people into fabricated situations. Just because these kids are sitting with this kid doesn't mean they're actually connecting. It's just a publicity stunt. And if the student council can't have the forethought to think about what's best for that kid in the long term, meaning being able to actually make authentic connections with other children, that's a problem. Like, I... Does this school actually have a student counselor? And if not, why? Like, where? what the hell is going on where you can't actually have effective resources to help your kids figure this kind I of think, stuff out? I think that me personally, as a kid and, you know, back in school as a teenager, uh, you just have to fucking adapt sometimes. You know, it's like, you just you just have to literally adapt. I mean, at, at some point, because I was so, you know, revolted and frustrated with religion and because of like my grandmother dying and everything. And she was so religious and she was like doing everything, going to church, doing getting me baptized, fucking making me go to the neighbor's house and read the fucking Bible and all that shit, you know. And because of this, I was like, oh, I'm I'm a Satanist now. And as a fucking edgy teenager, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a Satanist and shit like that and wearing black and starting to let my hair grow, uh, which it's still long, by the way. But it, it, it was not a phase, mom. It was not a phase. I still have my long hair. It, it's going to be for as long as I possibly can. But yeah, I mean, even though I was like this, which sort of constitutes the weird kid, right? The kid that nobody kind of wants to hang out with. I still adapted, you know what I mean? Uh, And I've been in so many different groups of people. Uh, I mean, fuck, I've I've always, I, I love wearing black clothing. It's my favorite type of, well, clothing color. I honestly don't pretty much don't wear anything else, but and then here I am, you know, hanging out with the, 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 the hip hop guys, you know what I mean? And hanging out with the trance guys and hanging out with the, uh, I don't know, with the, the metal heads and hanging out with, with a bunch of people. You just have to kind of adapt. You just have to understand that even though, and mostly in school, there's uh, all kinds of groups and whatnot. And you just kind of just try to adapt, man. I think it's really not that difficult. It's, I mean, it all it all it kind of depends on the mental state of the kid, I guess. 
it's hard for people to connect with one another in today's world. And I can understand that children have a difficult time connecting with each other too, with the advancement of technology where no one really spends time with each other and hangs out. They're either playing online together and just, you know, not really interacting. So isn't that a problem though? It is a problem. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. It's a problem. So when you go to school, if you don't, if you're not on the same page as your peers, it's really hard to connect with them because you're not in the wave. And that happens with every generation, but with our generation in particular, we're moving in our own direction. So we have to be able to adapt with that as well and support these kids with the assistance that they need. And that's a pretty good, uh, that's a pretty good thing that you brought up there because what do you think as well? Like since we're in this sort of like topic around here, what do you think about like, the way these kids grow up nowadays, like I'm a 27 year old individual who completely loses his fucking mind when playing Overwatch competitive, right? Because <laughs> I just want to win and I, I'm not allowed to win because the team. It's not because of me. And I know uh, it's never your fault. It's always your team's fault. But uh, like looking back into what I did, like if I recorded and I watch it back and having the knowledge that I have from the experience that I've gathered over, you know, the, the, the career that I've pretty much built, uh, not built, but, you know, been through. Basically, I can see that I was doing the appropriate thing. It was, it was just like the fault of one individual, the other that was not doing the appropriate thing to sort of like take that into a victory. And I can only imagine kids nowadays who grew grow about pretty much grow up with this, the games, the esports, making a living off of playing video games and all that shit. I can only imagine when they're trying really hard to achieve like greatness in these things, and they just can't because and it's not even their fault, and they just can't. They just really can't because they're kind of like handicapped by other people. So my my thing here that I want to kind of talk about is like, what do you think about like what, what, what sort of mental state do you think these kids sort of develop from all of these frustrations in video games, like playing online with each other and shit? Because I remember playing Magic the Gathering with my friends and my acquaintances back in the day in school. And I mean, we raged sometimes at each other and it was fine. It was all good. Hey, you know what? We shake hands and it's just a fucking game. And we also played Urban Terror, with, which was a mod for Quake. And we were always fine with it. Hey, I know we got salty. We got, we rage a little bit, but it's fine. You know, we're not going to fight after we leave our computers. And we were right next to each other. We were right next to each other. Right. And, um, you know, it's it's kind of like, what do you think about this? Kind of like, it's it's a frustration building up. I mean, it kind of leads to what happened in Florida, which we talked about, and it's I think that something needs to be done about this. Oh man, yeah. When it comes, I I don't think the children growing up in this generation have adequate emotional regulation, so that rage ability when playing video games online is just that much more pronounced because they're not really taught how to self-manage. Um, parents, I'm not saying all parents, but I'm saying I've noticed a trend in 
like watching people I know and seeing, reading articles and actually reading up on psychology articles about how kids don't have the means to emotionally regulate these days. They're left to their own devices to a point where they don't learn from watching other people. All they see is people, you know, rage quitting, slamming things. YouTube is full of YouTubers that have these like fake out rage fits when they don't get something that they want or get done. And it, it's just leading to these kids not being able to say, hey, you know what? I'm upset about this, but I'm not going to freak out because you know what? It's just a game and I can always start over. Like this has no real bearing on my life and how I progress. It's more so just something I do in my free time. And you know what? I can always turn it off. If I get mad, I can turn it off, walk away, do something else and come back later. But kids don't have that right now. They're kind of like, everything is immediate. Everything is right now. And everything is the worst thing that could possibly happen ever. Not to mention they're not fully developed mentally yet. So again, there, there's a lot, many components that contribute to this, but ultimately the emotional regulation isn't there. And that's a problem moving forward when it comes to socializing with people outside of the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I think it's, uh, it's either going to lead to greatness if they manage to sort of like, you know, uh, to a certain extent, build a responsibility of their own, which I kind of doubt, but hey, you know, whatever. Uh, but Dice, do you have anything to add to this? No, I think we covered everything in my topic. 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 All right, then. Let's um, move on, then. Miss Nummer? <sighs> All right. So let's... I have a feeling that my topic is going to take us to the end of our programming. <laughs> or at least segue into different things. So... Sims 4 has had a recent update. We can now play in first person mode. All you have to do is tap uh, tab shift and you can see your Sims world from their eyes. And it is the most amazing thing to have come out of the Sims franchise to date, in my opinion. I love it. And I want to know, are you guys Sims fans at all? Um. Oh! <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> what the <laughs> um i like the sims i remember i had it on my phone like a while back it was like a phone game oh my heart <laughs> oh no nice <laughs> no that's not that <laughs> No, I mean, so The Sims, like when it first came out for PC, um, I thought it was a fantastic game and it was so addicting to me that I would play it at my godparents' house for hours and hours and hours at a time. It actually hasn't gotten better in my old age now that they've upgraded to Sims 4. There are four installments with over a hundred expansion packs. And... This money, is, money, money. I am telling you, I don't know how much money I've spent, but it's a fortune on investing in building Sims and running their lives like the goddess I am. It's, it's just amazing. So now I can be their conscience and literally 
see the world through their eyes. Uh, there's like a, ooh, it's empowering and I love every minute of it. Aren't you a control freak by any chance? I mean, in the world of Sims, yes. Yes, I am. I mm. control life and death and how they progress. And I take great pleasure in it. <laughs> like you're kind of a control freak. Might need At some least help there. I regulate it, though. I, 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 like, I do it exclusively in The Sims. Because I know real people mm -hmm. aren't like that. I can't control other people. I can only control myself. But if I create you, you are mine to control. And that's why I love the Sims so much. I make them. They are mine. And I can I put you in this world and I can take you out. Uh, okay. <laughs> but uh, disturbing, not going to lie. But uh, okay. Uh, uh, hey, hey, you're learning a little bit about me today. Uh, okay, well, I mean... Uh, Dice played Sims on mobile. It's just not my type of game. It's just. Jeez. Have you ever played like Roller Coaster Tycoon or anything? Uh, where you to, like, no? No, 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 no. I played Sim City though. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, like that. I mean, mine is more of a individualized scale as opposed to like a metropolitan large-scale city and society building. I'm like, I control you as a person. And then I jump from people to people and build that society. And that's about it. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, yeah, sure. Uh, I... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Fine, I, I, be that way. <laughs> Fine, don't share my excitement for this amazing occurrence in the sims world i mean if it's any consolation i was really but first person mode in uh, gta 5 that was really fucking cool there we go see that's relatable i love it it's just being able to control the characters that you create it's wonderful i mean yeah i guess yeah <laughs> i guess yeah see but gta 5 even quite it can be quite like you know, uh, complex. It's it's not even close as to what it is with like Sims. Like you 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 don't put your GTA Five character uh, having sex with another man just because you want to. Because it's uh, you know I would let's do, that. do that. See, so dice. You need to get the Sims Four. Uh, look. Women would put two dudes being gay. What a fucking surprise that is. Holy shit. Oh, I'll put two even girls. A start, put you know, darn well, you would put two girls together. Hush up. <laughs> I would, Hush. yeah. Fuck exactly. yeah. Exactly. So it's a, re it's a reciprocated effort. We do what we feel. I have aliens and vampires and all manner of beasts and creature in my world. <laughs> you have Shrek, though. Oh, never. Ogres are not allowed. Only vampires and aliens. You, you guys fucking remember? racist. <laughs> you guys remember that one, like, those few months where Shrek was really, really popular? Oh, my God. Shrek is love. Shrek is Shrek life. Is <laughs> okay, I feel like I brought up something that's... <laughs> Anyway, so I, I, as I said in the beginning, uh, before we end the podcast, just a little bit, like a little 
quick thing here. I think that all three of us are kind of different Overwatch players. I'm the regular one, and I kind of feel like you two don't really play it that often. I play it every day. Uh, so I kind of I want to share like an opinion, and I want to get an opinion of you, out of you as well. Do you play competitive at all? No. No, not at all. I mean, I had a team that I played with for a short amount of time. This is a while back, maybe a year or two. Uh, do you mean a team of actual League. competitive players or just oh, like no, no. casual? No, 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 no. Casual players. Okay. Like, we wanted to become a t- competitive team, but yeah, things just happen. Things fall apart. Mm. Okay. Well, I mean, so here... <laughs> There has been so much stuff around Overwatch in the last, like, two weeks. Uh, Since BlizzCon, I mean, the fiasco with Diablo has been a thing. So Blizzard is getting a lot of fucking hate for that shit. And Blizzard is also getting a lot of hate for creating heroes that cater to people that do not play the game. People that are not gamers. And I think we both can agree with the fact that just because you play a video game, you are not a gamer. You are not a gamer. Just because you play a game every now and then, even if you play games every day, I mean, technically you could be a gamer, but uh, if, just because you play a game casually every now and then, you care about it, you're not a gamer. It's like, oh, I own a skateboard, so now I'm a skateboarder. No, you're not a skateboarder. You don't know how to do any tricks. So how are you a skateboarder? No. A gamer is someone who dedicates themselves to video games, uh, not necessarily like entirely as their lives are depending on playing that video game well or not, but it's someone who really gets immersed and loves the games and dedicates themselves to the games. Now, in my opinion, Blizzard has always catered, like this is nothing new with Overwatch. They've always catered to the people that are not gamers. Because I can understand that as a business model, as a business plan, that is a good idea. Why? Because those are the people that throw in the most money because they want things more convenient for them. And gamers like the challenge. Gamers are hardcore gamers. They play games in a hardcore manner because they want to be the best. They want to be the very best. And so they just want to improve and get better and the more difficult things are the better it feels because the more you improve the better you will perform in any situation and let's look at world of warcraft for example dice is too young for it miss number didn't play it i don't know What's wrong with you if you play same uh, and never play world of warcraft i don't know what the fuck cuz that you. that was my but, addiction okay <laughs> but Basically, before, World of Warcraft used to be a very, very strong social sort of experience. Because I remember playing World of Warcraft, and I can give you the example that I still talk to a girl nowadays that I met in World of Warcraft doing, like, quests in a random area. And it was a quest about killing monsters, grabbing their loot, or loot, not loot, but loot, And grabbing loot, basically just taking it back to the quest giver and 
back in the days, nowadays they even made that convenient where if you attack a mob and someone else attacks the mob that is not in a party with you, they can still get loot. And basically, back in the days, this didn't happen. You either you had to be in a party, or if someone shot the mob first, they would claim the kill and claim the loot that that mob drops. And basically, over uh, uh, World of Warcraft used to be a huge social experience for me. And one of the things that I loved about the game, getting immersed in exploring and experiencing the world that they created, because it's a fucking World of Warcraft. It's not a fucking stay in the main city with heirlooms and level up to max level by doing fucking dungeons. It's World of Warcraft. Why are you sort of... But basically, moving on, basically, they kind of changed that experience and they made it so that nowadays you can basically buy heirlooms and you can equip these heirlooms, which are basically account tradable. So if you have an account, you can trade it. You can trade it between servers. You can trade it between uh, characters across servers and whatever. It's it's account bound. So as long as it's in your account, it's all over the place. And basically, you just have to sit in Orgrimmar or Silver Silver Moon. I think it's called. I don't even remember. <laughs> but basically, you have to sit in the main city for, you know, just doing looking for dungeon, which is like a matchmaking. Basically, groups you up with other people that are, you know, that have the same goals as you at the same level and shit like that. And then you go do these instances and you level up that way. But there's no social experience because no one gives a fuck about anybody. It's all about the convenience. I remember back in the days, uh, being in Orgrimmar and going to the looking for group chat and one looking for group for uh, Wailing Caverns, uh, level this, 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 and this, and whatnot, and yada, 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 right? And we would just talk and we would start forming a group and we would communicate with each other and shit like that. It was pretty good. And, you know, granted, there are guilds and all that shit and it's you know okay but it's not the same thing it's not the experience is not there anymore with overwatch you're kind of doing the same thing because you know it's brigitte is a stupid fucking hero doomfist is a stupid fucking hero as well oh, geez. uh they are they are they're stupidly fucking designed I mean, Doomfist has a one-shot ability, with, with, uh, which um, Jeff Kaplan himself said at some point, because of fucking Rodog, uh, I don't, we don't like, we are at Overwatch, we don't like one-shot abilities. So you don't like one-shot abilities, you nerf my spirit animal, Rodog, which basically looks like me, you nerf <laughs> that motherfucker to the ground, okay? And then you make it so that he's basically unplayable. But then you fucking release a hero that's a fucking one-shot ability. One of the strongest in the fucking game. Are you kidding me? How is that fair? Oh, man. So basically... Doomfist not only has the fucking one-shot ability, he has the fucking rising uppercut, which is getting nerfed and all that shit. Cool, whatever. But he has the rising uppercut ability, which basically renders any fucking hero useless. 
for like two seconds because they're just fucking thrown onto the air. And then he has the fucking seismic slam or whatever the fuck it's called, right? Where he he just like comes down and, and that, that ability builds up like momentum. And once you land it, it deals uh, a certain amount of damage that you build up with the momentum that you bring it. And uh, I mean, it's fucking nuts. And even has shields as he's performing a bit. If he hits abilities, he gets shields. So he has increased. He has insane fucking mobility, and he has insane uh, damage output, and he has insane survivability. It's like this is this is everything in a one fucking hero. And then you have Brigitte, which is the equivalent of the Mercy mains or the equivalent to Mercy, which is. Uh, super fucking easy hero to play i mean you have people who have been silver players for 12 seasons and they or 11 seasons and because of brigitte they're going up to grandmaster and top 500 this alone should tell you that your game is flawed your hero design is incredibly flawed because you don't have like as a silver player you shouldn't be playing with grandmasters and top 500s just because of one single fucking hero because once brigitte uh is chosen you have no thing else and you're going to be fucking ruined and you're going to ruin the game for five other people because you don't know how to play anything else because you're a silver fucking player playing in top 500 because of one single fucking hero but they are catering to these fucking audiences and i i just can't stand they should be focusing more on the people that love the game and and play the game and give the game longevity not these you know fucking uh yeah but it's just a little rant for me and i just think that blizzard needs to wake the fuck up if you know, it's a good business model to cater to non-gamers, but it, it, it doesn't give games longevity because if if at a certain rate, at a certain point, all the fucking heroes that you have in your game are just a bunch of easy-to-play heroes, then it's not going to be fun anymore. It's going to be countering all the people that put hours upon hours into the fucking game to learn their heroes that are actually fucking difficult to play. And exactly. Whatever. And it also comes down to the loot boxes, too. But that's a discussion for another yeah, time. That, that has nothing to do with that, actually. <laughs> that's honestly not a problem for Overwatch. That's not a problem at all. Maybe I'll be Tracer. Because the loot boxes are just aesthetics. It, it doesn't offer any sort of abilities or anything to the game. It's completely purely aesthetic and cosmetic. It, it, it has nothing to do with that. Like this the is game true. is is frustrating and boring right now because there's too many hard counters that do not require any sort of skill whatsoever and just to completely destroy people who are skilled and requires and play heroes that are require skill. And that's not that's not right. True, true. Oof. Before Anyways, so <laughs> I love ranting by the way. <laughs> any last words? I'm already uh, Tracer. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that, um, I look forward to the next recording, and that's going to keep me laughing for quite a bit. <laughs>
All right, then. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, and um, next weekend, we're going to have some more. We are sorry that we didn't manage to do any more of these. And yeah, we're going to keep on doing it. We're going to continue and keep listening to it. Keep checking our Patreon, our Twitter, our Instagram, our Facebook, and all the fucking platforms out there. There's more social media platforms than fucking brain cells nowadays for most people. But thank you guys for listening to us. See you guys next weekend. And uh, I'm saying goodbye. And uh, you guys say goodbye if you want to. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to us. Please send help to California. (laughs) Farewell. Thank you very much for listening. And we look forward to speaking with you again next week. Have a good one.